0: Hello, everybody, and I've gotten erev Shabbos, Shmini. I I wanted to say a few words, the that we would have had last night, would we have been together. As uh, I was davening over Chalmaid and Yantiv, and we make many requests that Hashem should rebuild the base of Mikdash and take us back to so that we can bring karbanis and serve Hashem, I was struck by our current situation. We want to be able to get our city back, to live normally, to be able to send our children to school, socialize with people, take our kids to parks or to stores, j- just to get our life back. And we also want to be able to serve Hashem again the way we are used to, davening in shul, hearing Kriya Satayra. I mean, we didn't get a single bracha from birchas Kainim, the whole Yontiv answering a main, we want to be able to learn a with other people learning. We want to be able to kiss the Sefer Torah. Quite simply, we want our shul back. And when thinking about this, it, it made the request to get the Beis HaMikdash back so much more real and relatable. We want our shul, and Hashem wants His house back. We want our city, and Hashem wants His city. So we want the Beis HaMikdash, but we could never really feel what it means not to have it. But now we can feel it. We're missing a Vida. We want to have Yerushalayim back, but we could never quite relate to the concept of not having your city in which we can live our lives as true Jews. But now I think we have a little feel of what missing a city means. So let's capitalize on that. In the Haggadah, we talk about how the Jews davened to Hashem and Hashem listened and took them out of Mitzrayim. The pasuk the Haggadah quotes as Vahiba, b'yamim harabim maheim, was during many, those many days Yamos the King of Mitzrayim, died. And Klai Yisrael groaned, they suffered from the work. And they called out. And their tefillahs, their, their prayers rise, rose to HaKadosh Baruch Hu from the, the work. From the difficult work that they were suffering through. I saw in Sefer Yarech L'Mayyadim of Rabbi Ruchum Olshon Shlita, Two very important Midrashim about this Pasik which are very relevant to us. First, Chazal say in Medrash that Kalal Yisrael merited the Geula with, because five components were in place. Number one, it was a tzara, a difficult situation, a time of suffering. Number two, tefillah, they davened. Number three was chusavis. Number four is tshuva. And five is because the time of redemption had arrived. It was the kaits. When Klayosar were redeemed from Mitzrayim, all five points were in place. They were in a tzara, as Clearly, they were suffering. They were slaves. They were oppressed. They davened, as we said. And they did tshuva. But what's interesting is, Chazal say, you know what the tshuva was? The tshuva was the fact that they were davening. They were turning to Hashem in tefillah. They were not serving a Zarah. They were not turning anywhere else. There was chus avis. As the Pasik says, Hashem remembered the bris, the covenant with the avis. And the kates had arrived, although truthfully really hadn't, but Hashem made it happen. And we find ourselves in a similar situation with those components in place. We're in the midst of a tzara, the kates, the end of this gallus is as close as the case of Mitzrayim was and we have a guarantee it achishana, Hashem will bring Mashiach at His determined time, or He'll hasten His coming. So we have the same kind of case they had in Mitzrayim, we have that too. We have schusavis. So we have to supply the two remaining components, Tefillah and Tshuva. And perhaps those two things are connected. If we turn to Hashem with Tefillah, and believe in our Tefillah, and really sink our hearts and souls into it, this would be the greatest Tshuva, truly relying and trusting in Hashem, and then we could fulfill those last two, components necessary that Mashiach should come. Ravena Nebuchadnezzar says that when a person, he says it over there on this pasuk, when a person is in a difficult situation, when he's overcome by the tremendous need, his tefillah is so different. He says it's a tefillah shlema, a perfect tefillah, which means, Rabbi Rucham explains, he has his heart in it. He has true kavanah. And the Arachayim says on this pasuk that this is what is meant when the, in the pasuk in hallow, in sar karasikah, we called out from Hashem when we're in a difficult situation, and nani that Hashem will answer us. So this is one such an so, so a, a point of such importance that we have to realize that we have a very unique opportunity here to daven and to focus on our tefillahs and relate to the fact that we don't have the Beis Hamikdash and that we want Mashiach. But there's another wonderful point made by Chazal in this Pasik. The Pasik says that the king of Mitzrayim died, and Caiuswell Yisrael groaned from their work. What happened? So Rashi brings a well-known medrash, which says that the king didn't actually die. But he became a Mitzrayim, a leper, and his sorcerers advised to slaughter 300 Jewish babies a day, to bathe in their blood. So this was the most abject, depraved cruelty that, has, that Klai Yisrael were exposed to up till this point, and this pushed them over the edge. They couldn't take it anymore. And they called out to Hashem. But many of Farsham ask on Rashi, if so, why does it say Minha Avoida? That Klai Yisrael called out because of their work, vayon, vayon bnei Yisrael, because of work. It wasn't their work that caused them to call out. It was the slaughter of the babies. And there are different answers given. But, Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky's and Emesli Yaakov brings another approach to this Pasik based on a Targum Yenison, And there's Midrashim that support this as well. The Targum Yenison says that the new king, he didn't command to kill the babies. He commanded to kill the Bechoyrim of Klai He wanted to kill all the firstborn of Klai And according to this, the Pasik means that Klai were distraught because they knew that the Avoida, the Avoida Sashem of bringing carbonus could only be performed exclusively by the B'chayrim, as was the halacha at that point. Levim and Kahana weren't chosen yet. It was the b'chayim that had to do the Avaida. And now that the b'chayim are being killed, who will be able to do avaydah? Who will bring karbanas? Who will serve Hashem? They were losing their ability to do avaydah Hashem. That's what the Pasik means, that they groaned from the Avaida. It doesn't mean their work. It means avaydah Hashem. That pushed them over the edge, taking away their ability to serve Hashem. When they cried out to Hashem for this reason, that was a tremendous chus more than anything else and it brought the redemption. Think of how, what a powerful lesson that is to us in our situation. We can't serve Hashem the way we'd like to. We can't dab in and shul. We don't have minion. We can't learn together. We can't do the mitzvahs we're accustomed to doing. If we call out to Hashem to give us the ability to serve Him properly. So let's do it all the way. Let's ask for the ability to serve Hashem in the ultimate shul, the Beis HaMikdash. Let's ask to be able to live together in peace and health in the city of Yerushalayim. And we can do it now when we feel the loss, when we wish we had that Vedas HaShem that we had. And if we daven for that in that merit, we'll be zechut to the Gula. Just as the Jews merited the redemption through their tefillah Mitzrayim. The truth is that even if we understand the Pasuk means their hard work, as it's simply understood, they called out from their hard work, it's important to realize that that's all really Clius Yisrael desired in Mitzrayim was to serve Hashem. When they left Mitzrayim, it was with the single minded intention to accept the Torah and Har Sinai. They said, "Hallelu Avde Hashem, Vilay, Avde Paray." They were overjoyed that they could finally serve Hashem and not Parai. When the Mitzrayim originally started to have the work, the Jews work hard. So in Sefer Sif Kain, the Shach, one of the Arizal's Talmudim, he writes that their intention was to stop them from serving Hashem, taking them away, the ability to daven and to learn. And the Maharsha, Masechus Brachis writes that all the Jews wanted throughout their slavery was the ability to be free, to serve Hashem. And that it could now be our focus in tefillah so much more than we are usually able to. We can have so much more kavana, we can put so much more heart in that bakasha, and what a powerful effect that could have on, on, on hastening Mashiach's coming. We shouldn't think that we can't accomplish much in our living rooms, davening all by ourselves. There's a story that a number of the Talmidim of Rav at Sal. we were getting older, and they needed a shidduch. So they, you know, this is an Eretz so they traveled to Amukah, up north is famous the Kaver of Ravenus and Ben Azil is reputed to be a big Segula for finding one shidduch. And shortly after they returned they did find their shidduch. And this became obviously a you know a topic of discussion in the yeshiva. So Sarchatskal Abramsky asked them, Tell me, describe to me how did you Daven in a And they said, we made the walls shake with our Tfilas and our cries. You should have seen how we Daven. So Rchhatskal told them, Would you have Daven like that here? You would have had been answered just the same way. <laughs> if you were just diamond like that, you'll get the same result wherever you are. So let's strengthen ourselves in Tefillah and Avedis Hashem and through that be to the Geulah Shleim and Mirza Hashem. Have a good Shabbos, everyone, and a to Zummer.